Welcome to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, and I've been covering the San Antonio Spurs from Press Row since 2004. So there's a lot to be excited about with your San Antonio Spurs, uh, in particular three specific games that are coming up right around the corner. And uh, yeah, this is what's going to be on the show today. We're going to take a dive into... I like to call it death row or uh, the the gauntlet from hell. Uh, this uh, the Spurs are about to take on three top notch teams, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm glad you're here uh, with me right here on Locked On Spurs. So throughout the show, we're going to be talking some good, some bad, some things that maybe they can do to get uh, a win versus some very tough teams that are right around the corner. And with that, I'm going to bring on my guest, Joe Garcia. You know him, you love him from Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome to the show. And by the way, um, hey, at least I got the win over Memphis, right? I mean, that seems to be the sentiment after the game was over. Even yeah. Pop was like, hey, a win's a win. In my sentiments, exactly. At this point, a win's a win. It doesn't matter if it's an ugly win. You win by one point, it doesn't matter. Win's a win, and we'll take it. <laughs> exactly. exactly, and that's what makes this show so great. Uh, we give you everything from the good and the bad, mainly bad by me because I'm always a Debbie <laughs> Downer, and I might be that again on this show of Lockdown Spurs. And for those new listeners, welcome aboard. Glad to have you here. So as I teased a bit in the introduction, the San Antonio Spurs are about to go through what I like to call Hell Week. It's going to be brutal. The Spurs will be taking on the Golden State Warriors, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Houston Rockets in that order. And I'll make it even better for you on the road. This is a uh, segment of their schedule that I have not been looking forward to. I don't know about Joe. He might differ with me. But in my opinion, this may break or make the Spurs season moving forward. So, Joe, you know, you know, I know you have a lot to talk about with these upcoming three games, but let me just set up uh, the listener real fast about what's, how the Spurs are looking heading into the Warriors game, which kicks off later on tonight. The Spurs are 37-27. and 27. Gets even worse, if you will, Joe. They're 1-6 versus their last seven meetings versus West team. They're 2-3 since the All-Star break and 3-7 and in their last 10 games. Joe, it's not looking good for the Spurs, at least record-wise. And uh, let's dive into this. Let's start off with the Warriors. The Spurs are 0-2 versus the defending champs. But if you look at this team, Spurs or Warriors, what's going to have to happen for the Spurs to get the W? What do you think they should attack the Warriors headed into tonight's game? That's going to be a tough uphill battle. Um, The only thing that they can hope to do is kind of, you know, try to keep the Warriors off the three-point line. If you can keep them off the three-point line and keep them honest, it it could be an interesting game or or pretty close game. But if they can't stop them from just, you know, bombarding them with threes, it's going to be an early night. Yeah, I I agree. Keeping the Warriors off the three-point line is obviously the key. But I'm going to take it a little step further. I'm going to say do their best to shut down everybody else except for Kevin Durant. Like, 
the the Spurs have Danny Green. He's now coming off the bench. Who knows if that shuffle uh, heading into tonight's game? They have Dejounte Murray. He has link. He can disrupt uh, some of the perimeter players. They also got Rudy Gay, and yes, they know you know he suffered an eardrum injury versus the Memphis Grizzlies, but he should be good to go. And that's length right there. You got one of the better defenders in the league, Danny Green. And I think trying to slow down everybody else, a part of their big uh, four, if you will, will help the Spurs get the W. Now, look, containing Durant is a task for anybody. I don't care if you're the Warriors, the Spurs, I'm sorry, the Spurs, the Rockets, the Celtics, uh, some of the best defensive teams in the league right now. But it, it's that old adage, Joe. Remember the Jordan rules? Just let Jordan score and shut everybody else down. I, I think this is the exact same thing they could try to employ. Try to shut down Thompson's three-point shooting, Curry's penetration and shooting, uh, you know, Draymond Green, try to keep him off the glass and yeah. energy plays, and just let Durant run roughshod and do your best. I think if you do that, the Spurs should get a W. What do you think? Uh, it's what it should have, could have, but you know, this season's just been one of those, uh, you know, the, the thing that's puzzling or perplexing to me is that this is the same team or the same core players that started off the season 25 and 11, you know, and now they kind of hit a little slump. So it's weird because sometimes the Spurs will play up to the, the talent. And in this case, I mean, you got a juggernaut and the Warriors, so Stranger things have happened. I believe that the Spurs are going to come out and really go up on the Warriors early. Now, let's just see if they can sustain it. You know, I think what the Spurs key to victory, what will actually be against the Warriors is how well they're going to play defense on them. And by that, I mean, can they sustain their defensive intensity through 48 minutes? I think if the Spurs can do that they'll have a great chance of, of winning or squeaking out a win against the Warriors because at the end of the day, the Spurs are still a, a good team. I think right now in their slump, it's just a, the mental aspect of it. I think they're just mentally depleted and they overthink themselves. So I think that this stretch here will actually define what their character will be. You know what, I, and I agree with you, and I'm going to dive into that uh, later on the show, but containing the Warriors is the task. Everybody, I don't, like I said, every, all other 80, uh, well, I'm sorry, 29 teams or 30 teams, I'm sorry, have to deal with this. They're just a headache. There's no way around it. Popovich said in recent years that he has nightmares over trying <laughs> to scheme uh, about the Golden State Warriors team. This is going to talk task ahead of them, Joe. At the end of the day, uh, I just don't see the Spurs doing that at all. I just don't think they have the horses. Now, it'd be different if Kawhi Leonard was playing. As of this recording, we don't know if he's playing. Uh, you know, Popovich, the Spurs have to surprise everybody and bring him out of the injured list and play him tonight versus Golden State. He is scheduled to come back to the Spurs sometime this month. Who knows if that is tonight versus Golden State. Hey, let me ask you a quick question, Jeff. Go ahead. This last game that they had against the the Grizzlies, I was watching the feeds from both the home and the away uh, team, you know, the feeds from watching here at Fox Sports Southwest with Sean Elliott, you know, and watching the the away feed, uh, Fox Sports Southwest from the Memphis side. On the Memphis side, they really zoomed in on Kawhi at one point, 
and they showed him on the bench and they said, does this man look like he's happy to be here? You know, and he didn't really look like there was any emotion coming out of Kawhi. And usually that's the way he is, you know. But it was kind mm-hmm. of funny how they're just trying to nitpick, it seems at this point, looking for, for any little thing to say that there's trouble here in Spurs Paradise. I, I just found it comical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, I would dismiss that. That simply is a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I've also seen him on the bench this season, obviously not a uniform. But cheering on his teammates, yeah. having fun with Lamarcus and Popovich. So I think that's just Memphis uh, broadcast team trying to do their best to for ratings. Uh, some uh, sour grapes on the whole situation. But uh, going back, look at the end of the day, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think I don't think the Spurs um, are going to be able to get the W on the road, hostile territory. At the end of the day, it's just going to be a tall task for the Spurs. Hopefully they can employ your uh, one key to a win and my one key to a win and get the W. But I think it's just going to be very difficult for the Spurs to do that. Okay, let's go ahead and move on now to OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now the Spurs are 1-1 one one versus the uh, Thunder this season. And, but this is a different Thunder team. The first time they met the Spurs, um, what, nearly off the win, I believe, um, they had that G League team. They did split. <laughs> yeah. That's a good sign. But this is a different Thunder team now. This is not the same Thunder team that the Spurs met earlier in the season. They're kind of sort of getting it together. Westbrook is on another plane of existence right now, the way he plays. Paul George is running into form. Even Adams is a handful. Uh, if you have to look at this game, what is the one key the Spurs have to do to get the W in OKC? They have to be able to crash the boards they're gonna have to win that offensive rebounding battle against OKC because I really think at this point even though the records are very similar and you know they say that you know OKC has a greater plethora of talent uh, I I believe that the teams are pretty evenly matched and I think what's going to define the outcome of the game is going to be those second and third chance opportunities OKC has a three-headed monster in Paul George, you know, they have Carmelo and they have Russell. Now, if you give these guys second and third chance opportunities, somebody's going to hit that second or third shot, you know. So if the Spurs can win the offensive rebounding battle and keep it Mm -hmm. one and done, they have a great chance of winning or squeaking out a win at OKC because OKC and the Spurs, to me, are pretty much evenly matched. The only thing that's Mm going to define the outcome of the game will be mistakes down the stretch. And hopefully the Spurs can rectify that issue. They've not been able to close as of late. Yeah, I think uh, the Keto Spurs win uh, versus Oklahoma City after the Golden State trip has to be bench play. Let's face it, this Golden State team outside of uh, their big three really don't have that much as far as offensive threat. They it add to the fact, too, they lost Andre Robertson for the season with, a, with an injury. So now they're depleted even more so. Uh, The Spurs have a stronger bench. They have a little bit more firepower outside of their big three uh, to really, outside of the Oklahoma City's big three, that is, to really cause the Thunder some headaches. Uh, 
They can swarm them. They nearly beat the Thunder the last time they were in OKC with a G League team. No offense, guys, but pretty much that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, uh, and I think that's a good momentum carrier for them. I think Popovich is going to show, hey, you almost beat them without our stars, and they had their stars. That's something to build upon. I think the bench is going to have to really shine in uh, the Oklahoma City game. Uh, everybody's going to have to chip in. If they can just score by community versus the Thunder, they should get the win. Not to say it's going to be easy. No. Westbrook is a handful. You know, Parker isn't uh, a defensive beast, even though he had a phenomenal game versus the Grizzlies. Uh, Murray, he's still kind of uh, long, you know, still green. Uh, you know, went behind the ears, and we'll see how he responds to playing Bryn Forbes. a guy <laughs> of Westbrook's caliber. But, um, yeah, I'm looking at the bench. The bench has to show up versus Oklahoma City. They do that, they get a win. Joe? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely on that one. And we need to see something out of Bryn Forbes. He's been benched uh, the last couple of games because he has not been very productive. I don't know what happened with him, but he came on strong and just faded away. We could really use him uh, off the bench. You know, I, it's it's just one of those things where we keep losing people to injury. And if you're not out mm-hmm. there and you can't produce in any manner, you're just a liability. So hopefully yeah. he can get it going pretty soon, because even if he just plays two or three minutes and he goes off for like two, three pointers to me, that's that's amazing. You know, we need everyone to score. Yeah, Brent Forbes hasn't had the uh, best of a stretch of games recently. I think there was at one point, um, Joe, where in six games straight, he, did, he failed to knock down one three-pointer. Yeah. It's That's, been bad, bad for yeah. Brent Forbes. But hopefully, he'll uh, wake up and shake off the cobwebs versus the thunder. Now, before we continue, fantasy sports fans, listen up. Did you know that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary catch sites? That's why Draft is my favorite fantasy site. No more getting crushed by the pros. And it's not just me, more than 1 million people that have already downloaded Draft 2. Playing a real live NBA draft right now, be done in under five minutes, and get paid out the very next day. Drafts are filling every second so you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you gotta use my promo code, Lockdown Spurs. That's right. Play in real money draft for free just by using my promo code, Lockdown Spurs. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're offering Lockdown Spurs listeners a money back guarantee after 100 bucks. So it can't get better than that. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play for free right now with free promo code, Lockdown Spurs. So go out and check out Draft.com and all the Locked On NBA hosts. We're there every Wednesday night playing some fantasy league. So why don't you come and hoop at us with us over at Draft.com. All right, Joe, let's go ahead and round out this uh, death row or murder's row of a trip the Spurs have up. And that is against the hot, red hot, blazing hot, West lead leading team. Houston Rockets. The Rockets and the Spurs have faced off twice this season. The Spurs have lost both their 0-2 versus their uh, interstate rival. Joe, I'm going to let you start this one off. What do you think the Spurs got to do to get a W in Houston? 
they got to contain the beard. They got to find a way to kind of slow him down. Now, you're not going to be able to keep him under 20 points by any stretch of the imagination. But you can make him work for his shots and work for those points. And that can actually wind up getting him tired going into the fourth quarter where he might miss a couple of key buckets down the stretch. Mm -hmm. They have to find a way to be able to at least make him honest, you know, make him earn it. Don't give him easy, easy shots. And they also have to wind up keeping the Houston Rockets, just like the Golden State Warriors, off that three-point line. They Mm -hmm. are shooting threes like nobody's business, and that's their bread and butter. They're going to live by the three. They're going to die by the three. But if you can keep them off that three-point line and make and contest every shot that they're going to take from beyond the arc, you have a chance to squeak out a win. That and they need to be able to play defense the full 48 minutes of this game. They got to be in there. They got to be banging bodies. They got to be banging boards. They got to be going after the 50-50 balls. They have Mm -hmm. to have that intensity. They have to have that energy and they have to sustain it for a full 48 minutes. This is going to be one of the toughest places for the Spurs to win this season. I, for one, would love to see them win in Houston, but it's going to be a tall task. That is going to be a very tall task. And I'm going to echo what you just said, Joe, and that's going to be my key, is simply just defense. Look, this is a Spurs team that, at least as of this recording, they're number one in the NBA when it comes to opponents' points per game at 99.4. They're also third in the NBA in blocks per game at nearly six, at 5.6. You toss in the fact that they are sixth in the NBA when it comes to opponent field goal percentage. The Spurs have what it takes to slow down a high-octane offense that Houston boasts. You throw in the fact that um, this is a Spurs team that has proven, at least when it counts in the playoffs, that they can handle James Harden and slow him down somewhat. It's all going to revolve around defense. Defense has to be the number one thing that Papa writes on that whiteboard before they go out and take on Houston. Defense, defense, defense. I cannot stress that enough. And hopefully um, everybody's on the same page. And I think they can do it. Um, you know, uh, this is a Houston team that, let's face it, you know, has had struggles versus the Spurs. The Spurs got to use that mojo. They got to use that mindset that, hey, we beat them once in the playoffs and we slowed down the MVP candidate, James Harden, to nearly a halt. We can do it again. Yes, I know that was different time. Chris Paul was in uniform. Clint Capella wasn't playing. Lee's playing right now. Nevertheless, this is the Spurs team that has the Rockets number. Hopefully, the Spurs will snap that two game losing streak to Houston. All right, Joe, it's time to dive into predictions. What is your prediction for these next three games for your Spurs? I'm going to get tarred and feathered, but I'm keeping it real, people. I'm going to keep it honest. I say the Spurs are going to wind up going one and three because out of this three game road trip that they have, the game that I think they can really win realistically and steal will be the game on Saturday coming up against OKC. Woo, all right. I'm going to say they're going to get swept, Joe. They're going to go 0 and three. This Spurs team right now is not really uh, showing me or giving me any confidence that they can handle. Uh, a team like the Warriors, the Rockets, and the Thunder, the upper echelon teams in the West. 
they merely managed to take, what, a two-point win over the Memphis Grizzlies, a very depleted Memphis Grizzlies team. They lost to the young Lakers in their home. They blew double-digit leads versus the Pelicans and the Lakers. I have no confidence in this team right now. And you talk about being real, I'm being realer. <laughs> I think this is a, a Spurs team that is just is just kind of hitting a low point right now. And I think you toss in the fact that I mentioned in the intro that they they've gone one and six in their last seven meetings versus West teams. And now you put the cream of the crop West teams in front of them, they're going to have a hard time. I don't want this to be looked upon me as. I'm being a Debbie Downer or that I'm pretty much kicking them while they're down. I'm being real. Spurs fans, I know there's a segment out there that really feel that this team is cooked right now, and I think this is going to break their season. This is going to sum up everything for them right now. If they get swept, whew, my goodness, it's gonna. I think it's going to really, really uh, bring down their morale. I think they're going to try to rush Kawhi Leonard back, but it's going to be too little too late. Um, they're hitting with the injury bug again. Al Gasol hurts his shoulder, and I went over Memphis. He's unlikely to play against the Warriors. I know he's not a big difference maker, but that's still a body out there that can at least do something versus the Golden State Warriors. All in all, I think they're getting swept, and it's not going to be pretty at all. Joe? Oh, I don't want to end this show on a negative note, so give the Spurs <laughs> listeners something positive. Yeah, with with Jeff, really, man, you're being the Jar Jar Binks from the Phantom Menace, and oh, we're doing oh, the wow. vote of no confidence against Senator, uh, <laughs> the old senator. Well can, can, well, can you blame me? I mean, seriously. Uh, no, I can't blame you, but that's what I'm yeah, going to label you as. You're the Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, why don't you be uh, the, the Obi-Wan right now and give us some faith, give us some hope. I think that the Spurs have a make-or-break stretch ahead of them. But I also know that this team has battle-tested players. They still have quite a bit of players still from the old 2014 championship team in Danny Green, Patty Mills, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili that have been there before. So I know that right now they've hit a wall. And it's just the Spurs right now are their own greatest enemies. I think what they do a lot of is they just outthink themselves. They're trying to push the issue too much. And I think with this veteran leadership, they're going to wind up being able to right the ship, kind of calm everybody down and just tell them to stay the course. And I'm pretty sure what they're going to wind up doing is on this stretch, even if they do go one and three, the, the good thing is hopefully they find their shooting touch back, you know, so that would be something to build upon. A win makes everything better. And since they won against the Grizzlies, let's just hope that the Spurs can go ahead and build upon this win and somehow maybe surprise everyone and go 3-0 and on this trip. I mean, I have them going 1-3. and You have them getting swept. Maybe they'll surprise us both and make us both look like fools. And, you know, they'll they'll beat every single team. I mean, stranger things have happened. So I'll just keep the faith and go Spurs, go. All right, we're, we're going to leave off on that note because you do not want to leave off on the way I ended my rant right now. Jar Jar. Uh, but we want to hear exactly what you think about the uh, Spurs as they're about to embark on their three-game tough road swing right now. 
Email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmo.com. Follow me on Twitter at jeffgsperzone. Joe, tell us what's going on with Two Shot. Yeah, you can follow us. And we just recently changed the name to better reflect who we are. So you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Shots Podcast, which is spelled T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Two Shots Podcast. You can also join Joe as he's going to throw tomatoes at me as soon as we're done uh, recording the show after uh, my call for a sweep of the Spurs. Oh, my God, Joe. (laughs) I... Why am I cringing right now when I see the schedule that's about to kick off later tonight? I'm just cringing. Yeah, I mean, it'll make anybody cringe, but, you know, the negativity that's just been blanketing over the city, you know, the Mecca of San Antonio. Spurs fans just need to be able just to support the team, no matter what the outcome might be. Because, you know what, in the long scheme or the grand scheme of things, the Spurs are going to be okay, you know, once they get everybody back and healthy. And you know what? We don't want to send Manu off if this is going to be his last season with negativity. We want to be positive and let's just enjoy the ride. And if this is Manu's last ride, just enjoy it. Have fun and, you know, root for him. Say, go Spurs, go Manu, Manu, Manu. There you go. Spoken from a true fan. I'm a fan too. Sometimes I wear a media hat, but... I'm going to jump off a cliff now, Joe. I'm going to have to end this show fast. But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia, and we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.